0: Sometimes we can get a little bit short-sighted with our podcast and we get caught up in the drudgery, caught up with the technical details, caught up with all the tasks and things we need to be doing to make it successful. But today, I want to show you how to refocus and really understand why you're doing what you're doing. So the real question is this. How can podcasters like us, who've done the work, built a following, and actually made a difference, monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Let's get started. Hi there. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler, and thank you for joining me today. If you don't know me, well, I'm sorry we haven't met yet, but uh, we've been in quarantine the last, what, 12 months? It seems like, no, maybe nine months. And so uh, it's been a lot of virtual events and a lot of podcast episodes and a lot of just being nose to the grindstone, working, working, working. So if I haven't met you yet, hopefully in a new year and a new event, we'll be able to meet up. Podcast conferences will continue and all the live stuff that we used to do to connect and uh, we'll be able to meet each other. So that would be awesome. But until then, let's just settle for this. My uh, company is called Team Podcast and we do full service podcast production for So far for over 300 clients and we do about 350 episodes each month that we put out and uh, we love working on podcasts. Our whole world is podcasting. Our life is consumed with podcasts and content creation and all the other wonderful things that go on in this digital virtual world that allows us to live the life we want. And that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today because many times we start podcasts and people have ideas for podcasts. And I'm just going to tell you this, if you're like really get bitten by the podcast bug like the rest of us, like you probably have more than one podcast idea in your mind. <laughs> if you're, You know, if you're a little bit of OCD about it, you might not be able to implement the second one or the third one yet. But most people that have one podcast idea have two or three more behind it. So my suggestion when that happens is to it. Do focus on one, do it until you have it monetized and essentially sustaining itself, and then create the other one. But don't create another one until you have the first one monetized and sustainable. So one of the things I want to talk to you about today and the the sales mentality that you have to have in order to to monetize your podcast is something that a lot of podcasters struggle with, especially when they come from a value proposition and they either want to share a a solution with the world. They want to share stories with the world. They want to share sort of provide support for other people that are going through something that they might have experienced. And one of the things that I think you really need to really realize that if you can change your life through a podcast, then you can also change other people's life through your podcast. So it's definitely a ripple effect. And it's something that you sometimes when you start, you don't really understand that you understand that you for many people are wanting to leave your job or you want to get out of the nine to five, you know, corporate thing where you're working from, you know, a cubicle and your time is spent every day doing what some other boss or some person you don't really like tells you what to do or for a company that doesn't value you and you feel like you could provide so much more value in other ways. And so one of the things that I think we as podcasters need to really get a hold of is our big vision. And it's a little bit of a moral imperative, if you ask me, and, and that might be a, a little big sort of statement that steps out of uh, my comfort zone even in saying that. But if you really want to change the world with your content, if you really want to change the world with your content, and I mean really, like that's your deep burning passion, that's your big why, then you have to monetize it. You do. There's no way around that. You have to sell something to someone in exchange for money in order for you to be able to change lives with your podcast. Let that sink in a minute. You have to sell something in order to change, number one, your life with a podcast, and number two, everyone else's life with a podcast or all of your listeners' lives with your podcast. Lots of things come from a podcast. Value, community, revenue, connections, networking. Many times of the content that's created in podcast, it's not just podcasts. It's YouTube videos, it's courses, it's books, it's all these things. And one of the things that we get so far removed from many times is the big why. Why are you doing this? Why are you starting your podcast? And I get podcasters all the time that have started, they, they started a show that they sort of now have become a slave to. They are paying to feed it every week and every month. They're paying to have it produced. They're paying to have people manage it. They're paying to have people find them guests. They're paying, paying, paying. And they've never monetized their podcast. And they actually feel badly about trying to monetize their podcast. They do. They feel guilty. They feel some sort of shame around sales. They feel some sort of shame around making an offer. But I will tell you this we have got to get past that. If you bring your baggage about money and you bring your baggage about sales into your podcast, you will forever be handicapped by that. That means you're not going to be able to effectively sell if you have sponsors. You're not going to be able to make a sales pitch for a sponsor. And that's all sponsorship is. They're paying you to say a blurb about their product and their service or whatever their company is. And if you can't sell, you can't do that effectively. So how long is sponsorship going to last for you? It's not. But beyond that, you know what else? If you can't sell, you can't sell your own stuff. And if you can't sell your own stuff, it's probably because you don't believe in what you're doing enough to get over your baggage around selling. Here's the thing. Let's just be real. Those people in the world who make the most money. Now, I'm not saying this is an absolute truth, but those people, if you look at it in the world that make the most money, also have the ability or the resources to change the most lives. I'm not sitting here like Jeff Bezos on, you know, multi-billions dollars of an empire, but it is true that the more disposable income that I have, the more I am able to do things in my community, in my church, in causes and things that I am concerned about and that are near and dear to my heart to help those causes. Why? Because I have more disposable income. And the more disposable income you have as well, the more you have the ability to then make your income and your financial choices be in alignment with where your values are. And when your values and your income align, most of the time it is like magic happens and then more income comes to you. And when more income comes to you, then you have a greater ability to help people. Now, I will also say to you that helping people does not always mean giving them something for free. It's true. Giving someone something for free many times is a waste of time because what happens is there is no perceived value with the word free or with something that you are giving away. And so it doesn't allow the recipient to properly value what you're doing. So just because you make a good income or just because you've monetized your podcast doesn't mean I think you should give away everything. But what I do think is that you have the ability to change more lives when you make your podcast revenue producing and then it changes your income status and it changes where your money and your passions and your values can align. Because if you make money from your podcast, let's just say you're the typical podcaster and you came to podcasting like I did. I'll just use myself as an example. I came to podcasting as a listener, a podcast listener. I was working for a company that was 85 miles away from my house. And every day I would spend, Two hours each way driving to work at a job that I tolerated. It was okay, but it wasn't like I felt like I was living my best life or doing it. And I I made probably all total right around six figures whenever you counted bonuses and commissions and everything like that. It was a six figure job where it required me to drive two hours each way to work and I spent a lot of time in the car. And in that car, I ran out of things to listen to. And I'm one of those people, if my mind is not occupied, I'm going to be struggling to stay awake. So I have to have my mind occupied. My mind doesn't turn off very often. So I'm not a great sleeper, but you put me in a car with nothing to do and boy, and no one to talk to and I am struggling to stay awake. So I had to keep my mind awake. I listened to every audiobook that seemed interesting at the library. And then I started checking them out and forgetting. I had listened to them and then I'd put them in and I'd listen. And I'd be like, oh, I remember this one. I hated it the first time. I don't want to listen to it again. And I finally discovered podcasts that I could get right on my smartphone. And I didn't understand that it didn't cost me to like if I was on Wi-Fi, I could download then my phone for free and then listen to him wherever I wanted to. And it didn't cost me a thing. So I started listening to podcasts and then I I heard John Lee Dumas become a monetized podcast. And I was listening to him when he first started. And I listened to him get his first monetization, his first sponsors and the parameters he set up for that. I listened to every podcast that I could listen to, to learn and my car drive. Two hours to and from work became Automobile University. And once I was able to start a podcast, I didn't need to make John Lee Dumas kind of money. I just needed to make a fraction of that. Right. So what happened with me was I began looking at all the ways I had begun doing everything I could for my podcast. I didn't outsource any of it. So I got good at writing show notes. I got good at editing. But I thought, you know what, if I wanted to do this for other people, because that was what frustrated me is I couldn't find an editor that was that handled things the way I wanted to. Couldn't find a show notes writer or graphic designer. And I thought if I could just basically give these as a bundled service to other podcasts, that need the help, then I feel like I can make an income from this. So then I did that and I started helping other podcasters. And before I knew it, it turned into my full time job. Now, in the course of it becoming my full time job, I was able to leave that job that I drove two hours to work each day. But if I didn't have to drive two hours to work each day, I can live anywhere I want to. So I chose to live on an island. I live right near Key West and I live down here where it's summer all year round because I do best in the summer. I do best in the warm weather. I don't like cold weather. Not a cold weather girl. I don't know how to snow ski. One time I tried with all my friends that are from up north and I ended up having to be, what do you call it, air, not airlifted, but whatever, skied down the mountain with ski patrol in the little sled because my knee was so wrenched I needed surgery. So that was my experience with winter, right? Not a good thing. But what happened is, As I was able to free up my life and have the lifestyle I want, now I can turn around and have more disposable income to create the content that will help other podcasters do the same thing. I was heartbroken whenever I had a client that worked with me for four years at my lowest pricing tier. And she finally told me instead of rebranding again, she was just going to quit podcasting. And it dawned on me that all this time, she really, although she said she wanted listeners and she said she wanted to make a difference. What she was really telling me is she needed to make money. And the only reason I didn't know that is because she was lying to herself and lying to me, not intentionally. It wasn't malicious, but she just hadn't realized until she got everything she wanted and there was still no money attached to it. There was still no revenue coming in. It was not worth it for her to help people. Because she could not make it worthwhile. And so with that, she quit podcasting. And it broke my heart to find out that I made more money over those four years off of her podcast than she ever did. And trust me, I was making like 200 bucks a month. I mean, it wasn't much at all. So understand that because I see this happen again and again and again, I want to stop it from happening. And I have the ability to stop and create more content now because I have more disposable income. You're going to be in that same situation with your podcast when you can successfully monetize your podcast. You can then eliminate everything in your life that you don't want to be there, whether it's your full time job, whether it is part time jobs that you're working to make ends meet and now podcasts income can replace that. You can then focus on all the things that you want to do that bring you joy and give you passion to keep helping the people you want to help because you have that disposable income. If you do not monetize your podcast, your mission of helping other people is going to be severely limited. It's the same way with any great nonprofit. It starts with somebody saying, I have X amount of dollars. Maybe I have $100,000 to donate to go build wells in villages in Africa. But that $100,000 isn't going to get you very far on your own. But what you actually do is you go and get other people bought into the vision of Putting in a well in a village in Africa so people aren't having to spend two hours each day walking to get fresh, clean water. And now they have it in their village and it opens up access. And now they have two hours a day that they're not spending trekking to get water that they can now plant something with, or they can now cook a meal for their family, or they can now educate their daughters and sons. So whenever this happens, you begin seeing ripple effects. And as you monetize your podcast, you can then help other people do the same. Same thing in their lives. So many podcasters in the mommy space have come from a place of wanting to empower, wanting to help women feel empowered. And the more they do that, the more they step into that, the more they monetize that, the more that group gathers around them and says, give us more, teach us more. So then they've changed their life. They've changed their mindset. They've changed their paradigm. And then they've monetized it in a way that now helps other people change their lives. And so there are children that are now getting a benefit of dealing with a different mom because the mom is now empowered because the mom listened to a podcast and became part of a community about empowering moms to step into their fears or live their best life or whatever it is they're doing. So there's... There is a moral imperative to monetize your podcast. If you don't, it will be unsustainable. You have just signed up for the most expensive hobby you could take on, the most time-consuming hobby that you could take on, and probably the most unappreciated Hobby that you could ever take on. So, when you take on something that's unsustainable and make it a mission to change lives, you're setting yourself up for failure unless you monetize it. So, the baggage that you have and the sales resistance that you have, you've got to overcome. And you don't need to feel guilty about monetizing your podcast. You don't need to feel guilty about figuring out multiple streams of income for your podcast because the more money, You bring in with your podcast, the more lives you can change. And you're probably like most people, not just a one dimensional consumer. You probably are not a one issue voter. And there are probably multiple things you wish you had more time and money to contribute to. And creating more money is creating more time for you. Because now instead of working in your yard every Saturday, if you hate it, you can now pay somebody to come work in your yard and you can go coach the underprivileged children's basketball team at the Y. Because that's something you're important. It's important to you. So. Understand that this whole thing about monetizing a podcast isn't about being greedy and it's not about me, 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 and give me money and I'm only going to do things that I make money on because you still have to provide value. You have to provide value at free levels and paid levels. But at the same time, the more you provide at a paid level, the more results you'll get because everyone that does something and only something for free, if you only have free programs, you're never going to get the same results. You know why? Because you got to keep people accountable and they've got to have some skin in the game. If they don't have any skin in the game, there's no motivation for them. Many people, myself included, do best when we sort of have our backs against a wall. It's that external pressure that we don't always put on ourselves, but sometimes we find ourselves in situations where we have a lot of pressure and man, we perform in the clutch, you know, every single time. And it's like, huh, how do I do that? The more I do it, the more I'm amazed that I do it. But then the more I realize it's that pressure of having my back against a wall or having a deadline or having an insurmountable big goal that I need to reach because that's the thing that stretches me out. And that's the thing that puts me in the space where I know I need to get serious. If I'm just fooling around with free stuff, I mean, free stuff is optional stuff, right? Free stuff is stuff I get to whenever I have nothing else to do. But if I'm going to make something important in my life and I'm going to make it be valuable in my life and other people's lives, I've got to put the money behind it. Got to pay for it. So people need to be able to pay for your level of expertise and your level of skill, And they will if you offer them something. Now, most podcasters and many of my clients are in the same situation where they they don't have anything to offer. They're not offering anything. They're not making any programs. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to do it. So I'm going to tell you, if you don't have an offer, but you have an expertise, begin by pulling together a group of people that will pay to go deeper, on that topic. And it might even be that you need to have like a paid book club where you're all reading the content material that you're going to base the program on, right? But it's paid, so people need to take advantage. I will tell you this, on an active basis I'm involved in right now three different mastermind groups. I was involved in a fourth one for the last 2 years, and the fourth one no longer exists. The anomaly is that the fourth one is also the only free mastermind group I participated in. Every other Group that I'm in is paid. And I'm not talking about a little bit. Some of it is a lot and some of it hurts. It hurts me to see that debit charge on my credit card every month to pay for that. But you know what else that does? It means I show up whenever they're offering meetings or they're offering training or I'm supposed to do something. My paid groups get great turnout. They get great attendance because people have skin in the game. You know what happened with my free mastermind? It wasn't mine. I, I was invited to it. But you know what happened with the free mastermind? Some people would show up every week. Some people wouldn't. Some people would sometimes I'd get on the call and I'd be the only one there for 15, 20 minutes. And then 45 minutes later, someone would chime in in the Facebook group. Oh, did we meet today? I must have missed it. It's like, yeah, I was there for 45 minutes and no one else showed up. So why am I giving my time away? When I'm not getting anything in return. And eventually attendance just dwindled and it became non-existent because it was free. Now, I guarantee you, if there was money involved, would I have showed up? I would either have showed up and continued to participate and be an active member of the community. Or I would have said, I don't want to participate in this. So don't renew me again. Right. And I would have stopped paying. Your communities and human nature are, are the same. If you have a mental block with selling something or monetizing your podcast, understand you are handicapping your podcast and relegating it to never be monetized. And until you get over whatever phobia, whatever baggage, whatever trigger you have about money, Whether you've mismanaged it before, whether you've declared bankruptcy, whether it goes right through your fingers or whether you hoard it and you save it and you have a stash in the bank or whatever, whatever your money habits are, there's so much shame and fear tied up with money in people's lives. But you have to look at it differently for your podcast, because if you come at it from a value position, if you come at it from a moral imperative of I feel like I was put on the earth to help people with this problem, then you also need to get serious about who you're serving and only serve other people that are serious about making the change in their lives. And let me just tell you, it's not going to be the free level. It won't be. You can give value at the free level, but it's probably not going to change their life. You can give value and break off pieces of bigger content and create more value, But you know what? If you don't start eventually charging for it, you won't continue to be able to go deeper with those people. You won't lead people ultimately where you want them to go. So kind of a little tough love here. What's it going to take for you to get over your money blocks and your mental block and your resistance to sales in order to begin monetizing your podcast? You can't just keep providing free content. Well, let me just say this. You could. But eventually you'll run out of time. You'll run out of money or you'll run out of energy for it. I see people all the time in the Facebook groups. Okay, you guys, when can I put seasons in? When can I implement seasons? And how big of a break can I take? I'm just getting overwhelmed with this because you will become a slave to your podcast. And it's one thing if you became a slave to your podcast and you served and served and served and served and you're paid for it. But if you're not, it feels very, very awful. It feels like you're being taken advantage of. It feels like you have bunch of crows picking at you all the time saying "Uh, your audio quality is terrible or you should have done this or you should have done that and everyone wants to sit back and armchair quarterback all that you're doing and it feels awful so don't let yourself fall into that trap figure out right now get a group together and charge them for it and tell them I'm not charging for me, charging to keep you accountable. And I'm charging to make sure our group is only comprised of people that are serious. Because if I let every free Yahoo in here that wants to come and join, they'll be on one call and then they'll miss three calls and then they'll be on another one and we won't get anything done. But if you're serious and you're serious enough to give me your credit card, then you're serious enough to show up and you're serious enough to participate and get the value out of it that will be life-changing. And don't do it any other way. If you're stuck in free content creation mode, your show cannot go on indefinitely. Your life circumstances will change. Your finances will change. Your energy level will change. You'll get bored with your show. Whatever it is, you're going to run out of it before you monetize your podcast if, you, if you're in free content creation mode. No one's ever going to just at a free podcast just suddenly going to start sending you money. But there are things you can do to monetize in a very value based way and contributing to the overall vision that you want to create for other people and the overall life that you want to create for them. My goal is to help as many podcasters as possible monetize. And you know what? When they monetize, they can do a lot of different things. Maybe they want to leave their full-time job, but maybe they love their full-time job, but maybe they have a goal of, you know what, I would love to be able to pay my teenage child to edit my show. Or maybe they have a goal of, I would love to be able to do this and talk to other mothers or other people who've gone through the same thing and share that with the world, but you've got to monetize in order to do that. You know, part of our company ethos is we like to employ as many women as possible with good paying jobs that they can work from home with flexible hours. And so our team is comprised of a lot of women. There's a few men. We don't have anything against men, but we know how difficult it is for women in the workplace, especially right now with COVID. Do you know how many women have been forced to leave the workplace because they've had to become the caregivers and the teachers and the educators and everything else for their children? What happens is when we can take those moms. We can employ them and we can give them flexible hours and I can assign them tasks today that they need to have done in three days from now. But they can choose the times when they're going to get it done and they get paid a good chunk to be able to do that task. That changes their lives because then they can deal with their children with school or they can take care of their elderly parents, or whatever it is they're wanting to do. So our vision here is a lot bigger than just me and making money and monetizing for me, 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 because I'm greedy. Probably the least greedy person that you've met. No, maybe not. There are probably a lot more selfless people than, than I am. I'm not claiming to be that. But greed is not about amassing more for me. It's about being able to develop a lifestyle that you and I can maintain where we can live our best lives. And when I'm helping podcasters monetize, that's what I love to do. That's living my best life. When you're helping whoever it is in your niche do their thing or fix their problem or whatever it is, you're living your best life. And you know what? You're a better wife and you're a better husband when you're living your best life. You're a better mom and you're a better dad and you're a better son and you're a better daughter. You're a better boss whenever you're living your best life. So ultimately, there's a lot at stake for you to make the choice to monetize your podcast or not. I hope you'll choose monetization and I hope you'll continue listening and deep diving deep into this whole topic and figuring out where your monetization plan fits in. But the moral imperative is there. If you want to change lives and you want to provide value long term, you got to monetize. There's no other option or you need to find a rich, rich benefactor that says I'll give you whatever money you need. Just keep providing value. And I haven't found anybody that's found one of those yet. So that's my message to you today. It's more of a mental message than a tactical message about what to do to monetize your podcast. But I want you to really think about it because we've got a new year coming up and your slate is wiped clean, and this is the year that you can monetize. Join us for the Podcast Monetization Secret Summit. All we're going to do is be talking to people that have monetized their podcast. They're going to tell you all the different ways they've done it. Each day is going to have different categories. Some people have monetized with multiple streams of income. Some people have monetized with just sponsorships. They'll tell you how they did that. Some people have monetized just with like Patreon and donations. Some people have monetized with courses and other things. Some people monetized with the virtual events and masterminds and group coaching and all that kind of thing. So you'll learn how everyone has done all of these aspects of monetization with their own podcast and their own community and they're living the dream because of it. So join us, you can go to podcastmonetizationsummit.com, sign up there, get your all access pass and we hope to see you there. I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash podcast monetization secrets and click the button to join and then I'll see you on the inside.